0: about the year, right? It's, just, it's been, and I know we're glad about it, right? How many people are glad that 2016 is going to be, like, let's just, let's just leave it behind, right? But everything that we go through, um, everything that we've been through this year, how many people have experienced some sort of pain this year? Some sort of pain, right? Something that hurts, something that, what, how many people have experienced some sort of um, fears this year? Something you were afraid of? Something, is there something that you're still afraid of now? If we're honest, right? Yeah, I'm going to be honest. There's some things that I'm afraid of. And so um, really what I wanted to talk about today is the beauty in our brokenness and overcoming our fears. That's really the the message for today, the, broody, the beauty in our brokenness and overcoming our fears. So that's what I want to talk about. And as we get started, y'all, this is going to be an interactive <laughs> uh, Bible study. <laughs> this, this is not going to be me talking at you. It's going to be talking with you, right, and we're going to have a conversation and really just share, just open up and let God move, let the Spirit move in this place so that we can continue to be encouraged along our journey, right? So the beauty in our brokenness and overcoming fear and procrastination. I want to reference the scripture, 2 Timothy 1, 7, okay? So um, you, know, you all know the Apostle uh, uh, Paul was um, talking to Timothy, and these are this is what he said in his conversation. To Timothy, my dear son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God, whom I serve, as my ancestors did, with a clear conscience, as night and day I constantly remember you in my prayers, recalling your tears, I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother, Lois, and in your mother, Eunice and I am persuaded now lives in you also. I want to stop just right there. How many of us are walking in the victory of our ancestors? How many of us are here based on the prayers and the faith? How many of those seeds that our ancestors prayed for and planted are are the manifestation coming through in us every day? And how many of us are, um, are really here created with a divine purpose that our answer, that was instilled in our ancestors, but, again, will come through, through, through fruition in our lives, but we're still afraid of something. We're still afraid of something. Our, our grandmothers have prayed for it. God has blessed us with every gift and skill and ability, but for some reason we're still afraid of something. There's something holding us back. And, we, and we're going to talk about that, right? We're going to talk about that, but I want to keep going. So now we're at um, six. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Seven, the most important piece of this. For the Spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and sound mind. Right? The Spirit that God gave us does not make us timid, it gives us power. It gives us love. It gives us a sound mind. We cannot fail with those things. But for some reason, there is fear holding us back, even though we have instilled in us, embodied in us, in our very creation from God, the spirit of power, the spirit of love, the spirit of a sound mind. And so I want to keep going a little bit there as well. Eight, so do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner. Do not be ashamed of your testimony. Your pain is for God's glory and for someone else's glory as well. Our lives are not about us. I know it's a newsflash, right? It's not about us. It's about God's glory and the pain that we have, the things we've been through, um, the times when we cried all night, every experience that we've had, right, that pain, that thing, and that pain usually is what is attached to the fear. Pain and fear are, are cousins, right? Pain and fear are just, you know, they like, hey, what up, what up, homie? Pain's like, I got you. I got you back, fear. I'm going to make sure that that whatever that manifestation is doesn't happen. And it tries to root us and hold us down. Um, Nine, he has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. Right? So again, it's not about us, it's not about anything we've done. It's about God loves us so much, and God has a purpose for us, that He created us to, to literally be the vessel to burst through the things He needs to happen on this Earth. Hey, how you doing? So we're just the vessel, y'all? Excuse me, we're just the vessel. That's it. That's what we're here for. And God is trying to be a vessel um, through us in so many different ways, y'all in so many different ways. He's trying to burst so many. Imagine if Jacinda had not followed through when he walked to her and gave her the assignment that said stolen lunches. He told her stolen lunches is the assignment I have for you. And she had to be obedient to that. She didn't know what it looked like. She didn't know what it was. She was probably afraid. What if this (laughs) fails? What if this doesn't come together? I mean, there's so many things, y'all, there's so, I mean, and there's so many scriptures. We can talk about fear um, till the end of time. Even at Isaiah, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. God said, you are mine. Do not fear. You are already redeemed. It doesn't matter what you've been through. It doesn't matter what experiences you've had, because he wants to use those things. He wants to use those things so that you can be a vessel. Even Joshua 1.9, um, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Have I not commanded you? He has commanded us to be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. And, y'all, that's not always easy, right? That's not always easy. Sometimes that sounds good. That sounds, that sounds real nice to just, you know, go out and be fearless and, and, and walk in faith and walk in purpose every day. But, but we get tired, don't we? We get weak. Um, our, our fears sometimes Again, they they become things that can seem real. They become things that can seem greater than our faith. Our fears can feel like they're bigger than our faith. But our God is bigger than anything. Our God is sovereign. Our God is all-knowing. And so I want to keep going on that. Um, 13, what you heard from me, keep as the pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Jesus Christ. So keep as the pattern. Pattern. Patterns are important because they help us build up our space. Anytime people goes to the gym, anybody go to the gym or kind of, try, sort of, sort of, Yes. you're in and out of the gym. You kind of got like a double Dutch relationship with the gym. Yeah. All right. So I have like a double Dutch relationship with the gym. I'm in and I'm out. You know, right now we out, but I'm going to get back in. Um, <laughs> And so, you know, that's kind of like, um, you know, that builds a pattern, though. When we go on a consistent basis, that builds a pattern, right? And we get in there and we flex our muscles, right? We get stronger physically. We also have to build patterns that help us get stronger spiritually. We have to do things and build patterns that help us build up those faith muscles, build up those spiritual muscles so that we can go out and do the work that God has called us to uh, do and be everything he's called us to do, so God wants to use us, again, not because of anything that we've done, but because of who he is and what he's called us to do. It's not about us. It's about giving God the glory for everything that comes through us. We are the vessel here. It's about what comes through us. And so sometimes where we get off uh, off track as we go through life and we let fears kind of creep in is we make it about us. We make it about us, right? Sometimes um, we're we're increasing ourselves um, when we need to be increasing God. We're thinking so much about what will I think about it? What will my friend think about it? What will society think about it? I'm not going to step out. here. Here's this thing that God has called me to. I'm not going to step out there because people might say something about it. I'm not going to step out there because I might fail. I'm not going to step out there because it's a place of pain. I'm not going to step out there because it's scary. Perfectionism, especially women, y'all, we want everything to be perfect, right? (laughs) We want everything to be perfect. We want the whole plan. You better lay out the whole plan. I need to know the A, the B, the C. I need the backup plan before I do anything, right? How many people? Who? Who who, who else? Right? But that's not (laughs) the way our God works. Overcoming fear means using your GPS, your mm. godly positioning system. Overcoming fear means using your own GPS. And when you put in a destination in your GPS, does it give you um, does it give you every step up front? What? Say that again. One at a time. One at a time. God is not going to show you everything up front because we go running in the opposite direction. We want to see everything. We want to know the ending. But we have to trust the journey. We have to trust that our GPS, our godly positioning, our godly purpose, our godly power, our godly process system, whatever you want to put in there, he will make a way and he will show us the next step. If we go there, just go there. When he says go right, y'all, we just got to go right. Don't say, well, what's after the right? What's after the right, God? I don't know. I don't see the next step. We just have to go with him and trust, trust that he already has the next step laid out. Who's going to okay. trust him that he has the next step laid out? You Who's going to so trust good. him that he has right. the next would, step, step laid out? Because he does, y'all. He does. Okay. So, Usually we're afraid, we're in fear because of social disapproval, because of perfectionism, because um, we want to be the perfect daughter and the perfect sister and the perfect wife and the perfect mom and the perfect career woman and the perfect CEO. We want to be perfect at every little thing we do. We don't have to be perfect. We have a God who lives, who literally brings life into everything we do. We do not have to be perfect. He called us as sinners for his glory. He knows who we are. We can't fool God. Who's trying to fool God in here? He knows. He knows everything. He sees everything and still wants to use us. If that's not enough to give him the glory, I don't know what else is. He knows everything we've done. He knows everything. He knows every pain point. He knows every single thing that's happened to us. And he's trying to use it for our good if we just trust him. We just overcome that fear and walk into everything he has okay. for us. And I believe in 2017, some barriers it, are going to be broken. So you to to in 2017, some up chains up are going and to the be broken. And the door that needs to be fixed. If we trust if them. If we trust them, y'all. Um. For, I, I, as Jacinda mentioned, 15, I started an organization called like Empower Life. Hermit. And when we 15. got started, I didn't know what that thing looked like. I didn't know what it meant. I didn't, I didn't know, know what it was supposed to be. And And this year, we just completed, hey. This year, we just completed our sixth annual summit. To date, we've served over 1,000 girls, and the summit theme, yes, the summit theme this year was breaking barriers. We said, what barriers do we as women need to break in this community, but also what barriers do like we break in the girls it. so I'm that already generationally, right, Didn't we talk about the ancestors? Didn't Lois pray for Timothy? Didn't his his ancestors before him come before him and pray for him and give him the spirit of God? So we've got to do the same thing for those coming behind us, right, and those around us. We've got to let them know about the goodness of God, about the glory of God. And we've got to be real with them. We've got to be real with each other. Let me tell you, love. We done cry. We done laugh. I mean, we've had so many moments where we were just transparent and real with each other about our fears, about what we were afraid of, but about how we could be accountability partners and check in with each other and say, how's it going, girl? I know, I know your goal was to do this, and your GPS is going to get you there. How are you feeling? How's it going? How can we get to the next step, right? And so this is why I love her, and this is why I love stolen lunches because together we're gonna use our GPS and we're gonna do everything God has called us to do to break barriers in our own lives and to break barriers in this community. And so I just give God the glory for that in advance, and I thank Him because it's really, y'all, it's time for us. We kind of like, sort of, we play playing with God sometimes, right? we like, oh, yeah, okay, just like we're doing with the gym. we in and we out. We kind of double-dutching, like some days we in there. And sometimes we're doing that with God. We're like, today, God, you're in control. Tomorrow, Friday, I'm back in control. I get to decide what happens on Fridays. And it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. We have to fully trust him. We have to wholly surrender. We have to commit to say, you know what, Jesus, your will not mine. Whatever my fears are, you're bigger than that. You are God. You alone are God. And every woman in here, what's the fear that you're that you're dealing with now? What's the fear? What's the fear that you're dealing with? Let's just open up with each other. What's the fear you're dealing with right now? Yes? What other people will think. That's a a fear that a lot of us have every day. That's one of those things, again, going back to some of the things that fear is rooted in, social disapproval, right? What will people think? What will people think if you do what you're called to do? It might not work. You might be scared. People might say, why is she trying to do that? It's a real fear. It's a real fear. What else are we, what else? Every single time. But guess what? You show up and look what happened. What? Hey, say that one more time. What did it do? It redirected. Listen, the GPS. What does it say sometimes? Yes. Listen, sometimes the GPS says recalculating, right? Listen, sometimes he's like, let me redirect. And he meant just send God might have needed that time just to sit with you, and make sure that the future, the vision of stolen lunches, was right. He might have said, look, we we on a little speed bump. We're, gonna, we're just going to ride over this speed bump real slow. I'm going to talk to just Jacinda, just Jacinda, at just Jacinda <laughs> on social media, <laughs> right, at just Jacinda. He said that's all I want to talk to today, just at just Jacinda so that he can pour into you. <laughs> you don't get to decide. You don't get to decide how he does it. We don't get to decide how he uses us. We don't get to decide. Listen. Look. Are you about to go back to school? (laughs) Right, right, right. Start now. Listen, y'all. Start now. There's no greater time than now to start honoring God's glory and honoring everything He wants to do in and through your life start now sister go get that rn do whatever you need to do right now to trust god and say this is my path and honor and talk with him now if this is the time he'll make it abundantly clear if this is the time every obstacle will be moved everything you need will come together he will order everything and every step such that you fulfill that that dream and that vi- vision right now so please talk to him honor him but we're going to stand in agreement with you if that's the thing that is um, on your heart that you believe God has called you to do right now, we're agreeing with you on that thing. We're agreeing with you. Did you have your hand up? Yes. Yes.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm Yeah. Ooh! <laughs> oh! Listen. Listen. I just got chills, y'all. Listen. Listen. The sister here said sometimes we're afraid of if it won't work, but then what also happens is sometimes we're afraid that it will work that God will do everything he said he would do. He will honor that vision. He will give you the provision and make it happen. And we're so afraid of that. We're like, oh, my God, what if he really does what I asked him to do? Wow. Like, like, then I really have to work. Then I really have to walk in. It's one thing, y'all. How many people talk? Every, well, ideas are commodity. Execution is not, right? Listen, ideas are commodity. Everybody got an idea. Everybody. And sometimes it's a godly idea, and sometimes we're just going to say sometimes otherwise, right? So everybody has something. And, and, and when he's placed that thing, when he's placed that seed, when he's placed that idea, that vision, whatever it is that he wants to birth through you, execution, obedience, that's everything. Because he will, to this sister's point, he will, he will make it happen. And it might not be to just end this point, it might not be how you wanted it to happen. You're gonna be sitting alone some nights and some days. You're gonna be crying some days, you're gonna be frustrated some days. It may not manifest in the way that you think it will. Right? We want it to happen as we want it to happen, when we want it to happen, why we want it to happen, and that's not that in our time, in our way right now. Yeah, how's this going to turn out? Like I said, we want the GPS to give us every step in advance. But our godly positioning system will give us the next right move. And that's what we do, the next right move. We don't worry. Do not worry about tomorrow. Do not be anxious about anything. The word calls us not to be worried about tomorrow because tomorrow is already taken care of. The next step is already taken care of. Why are we worried about that? Right, So we've got to step out there. So um, as we uh, really talk about fears and overcoming fears, I want to, again, go back to so our ancestors, right? They went through things so that we could live out their dreams today, right? They prayed about things. They prayed about who we are today. They prayed about the things we were overcome today. Somebody else share with me what's the pain that you're experiencing right now. What's the pain that you're experiencing right now? Yes. That's real. Jonathan just passed away. And and so Davida is experiencing um, grief, loss. She's experiencing loss right now. And that's the pain. And you know what that pain can do? We talked about pain and fear being cousins, right? That pain can paralyze her. It can stop her from fulfilling her spiritual destiny, right, if she stays. That pain has a purpose, though. That pain that you're experiencing right now, that grief has a purpose. So as we all wrap our our arms around Davida, as we wrap our arms around that, Davida knows December 4th, um, 2014, my line sister was murdered. It doesn't matter. December 4th every year, I'm going to just sit and cry. That's what it's going to be. And there's going to be other days that are really hard. There are days that are (laughs) really, really, really hard without her. Um, But God has, has called me to continue to do things that were as part of Tina's journey, as part of her destiny, right? We run the race as best as we can, as long as we can, and others are there to pick up the baton. Jonathan ran his race, and there are things that he needs now for you to do, that God needs now for you to do to be a vessel, right? And so going back to the summit theme of breaking barriers, some of our girls stood up at the summit and they talked about, you know what, this is the first time I've been around a room full of hundreds of women and somebody has believed in me. This is the first time that I've been in a situation where I've been connected with somebody like this. This is the first time I met a mentor, this is the first time I, I had somebody come up and just talk to me because people don't, girls don't talk to me at my school. You know, and, and Tina was a social worker. My line sister was a social worker. And that I know, I know, I know that I'm honoring God and that I'm honoring her life and her son's life that she left behind. I know I'm honoring their vision by continuing to build empowerment even when it feels like I just want to give up on days when I'm like, I don't want to do this no more. I'm tired. I don't want to do this. I'm, I'm weak. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I don't want to do this no more, God. And God said, no, you are mine. I command you to be strong, to have courage. Do not be afraid. So every time I think, oh, man, I, can't, I have to remember that. Why? I have to remember the seed that God planted. If it is truly of God, when times get tough, you will persevere. You will persevere when times get tough. If it if it is of God, because He will remind you of that. Why? The reason you got started. Whose honor? Whose legacy you're honoring? Right? The barriers that you're breaking down. Tina was a social worker. I know nothing about social work, but I know what we're doing is working socially. I know that the things we're doing are impacting these girls' lives so that they don't have to experience some of the things that we experience and so that they have more opportunity. I grew up here, y'all, and I went to school, high school here, middle school here, elementary school here, was a pretty popular kid, had a great um, upbringing, but high school was tough for me. High school was tough for me, and that's why I'm so passionate about making sure our girls have a support network. In high school, my father was in and out of federal prison, and it was a tough time, It was a tough time. It was a time when I really needed the support of a village. And that's why I'm so passionate about making sure our girls have a village. And that's scary. That's scary because what if I fail? But what if I don't? Right? What if I obey God and he continues to grow this thing year over year over year to impact more girls and more women and connect more people and help more women honor and walk in their purpose and lead a life that honors God and a life that helps them reach their full potential. What if we do that together just through honoring God? What if we do that? And so when we get tired, y'all, we can't just give up. We can't give up. When we get fearful, we can't give up. When that pain comes in, we can't give up. Let the pain be a part of the process, a part of the pushing that gets us to greatness, to God's glory. That's not about us. That's the biggest thing. That is the biggest thing. We are in a world that makes us think it is all about us. It's about who we are and what, where we live and what we drive and what kind of friends we got and what kind of circle we hang out with. None of that matters. The thing that matters is honoring God with our hearts and with our actions every day. That's what matters, pushing through the pain, telling your story truly, authentically, because somebody else needs to benefit from your story. Somebody else needs to understand that you have fears, but that you push through them, and you are continually pushing through them every day. Somebody else needs your testimony, right? Somebody needs to know what you've been through. Anybody else want to talk about a pain they're experiencing? Okay, say more about that. <laughs> yeah, she's, so our sister is talking about rejection, and she said she's thinking about a Bible study, but what if people don't receive the Bible study in the way that she intends it to be received, correct? Right. That's just one example. So what else? What are other things that we're that we're afraid of right now? What are fears that we have? What are pains that we're feeling right now? What else are we feeling right now? Woo! Girl, listen. 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 <laughs> Listen, Davita and I sat last night and had dinner and we just said, Lord, we show our um just patiently waiting on these husbands, Lord. <laughs> we we show our way in Jesus. We're so, glad, we're so glad that he's just going to be amazing. And, and just, we're just giving him the glory in advance about all the things these husbands are going to be. You know why? Because some of these other situations that we've dealt with, <laughs> we just said the one, that one man, he is going to be so amazing. And we just thank God in advance. We don't ask God, why did I have to go through this pain? or why did this happen in this relationship, or why did that happen? We say, God, you know what, thank you in advance that that husband is going to honor every little thing about me and that my pain, my heartbreak does not determine what happens next, that the pain that I'm experiencing, the knows, and I'll be transparent with y'all, and I got a text at 6 a.m. this morning from my ex-boyfriend, and he was like, I love you and I miss you. And I was like, listen here. Listen, (laughs) and I was like, you know what? I just, you know, but it's on the one hand, I I started to, and y'all, we have to be careful, especially around the holiday season, because your fears, your thoughts, those things can be magnified, right? Those things can really, that we got to protect our heart, protect our spirit in the season, and so I thought about it and. You know, I I was like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm okay. We went through that relationship. I got hurt, and it is okay. God will restore my heart. God will renew my heart. He's still doing that every day. I'd be lying to y'all if I sat here and said, oh, everything is perfect. I'm fine. No, I'd be lying to you. But what I am filled with is God's love. What I am filled with is the fact that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God has something amazing Someone amazing in store for me, and I just get excited thinking about it. Thinking about everything that he has in that man, and the way that he's preparing both me and that man to be ready for each other. But sometimes, I mean, you can give great example, right? Sometimes you have a teenager, you give them the keys to a car, they start driving. You're not gonna give them the Rover keys right out the gate. They don't know how to. They don't have the experience. They don't have the appreciation. They don't have the understanding. They can't afford that rover, right? But we sometimes want the rover, and we're not ready for it. We sometimes want God to open up this thing or that thing in our life, and we're not yet ready for it, and we don't want to go through anything, right? We don't want to go through anything to get there. <laughs> what is the back there clapping about? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, you got the Rover. You got the prize. And that's the thing. If we work, if he can trust us with a little bit, if he can trust us with that uh, 82 Honda Civic and we get out here, right, and we get out here and we get right, listen, if he can trust us with that and he sees that we're faithful, that we praise his name, that we honor him, that we're not afraid, that we believe, yes, I'm in this today. Yes, I'm in this situation today. Yes, I'm feeling this pain today. Yes, I'm experiencing this heartbreak today. Yes, I'm afraid people won't approve of me today. But I know who my God is, and I'm going to stand firm in him, and I'm going to praise his name. I'm going to say thank you, Jesus, in advance for whatever it is and whatever you're doing in this season. Don't do it without me, Lord. Whatever you're doing, I trust you my godly positioning system, I trust you. I will walk on this journey with you. If that means I got to walk, if that means I'm on the bus, whatever the situation is, I trust you. And I want to be prepared for whatever it is you have in store next. Because I know he's not going to get me to that next level until I'm grateful and until I'm humbled and until I appreciate and experience everything I need to have in this season right? Everything I need in this season. The tree In the wintertime, these trees are not bearing fruit. These trees are not. Sometimes some of us are in a winter season in our lives, right? And it's okay. It does not mean our vision. It does not mean our skills. It does not mean our potential, our love, our faith, our heart is dead. It means it's dormant, right? It's dormant and it's replenishing itself, right? It's getting ready to come back and bear fruit and bear amazing fruit. But we have to trust and believe that. We have to trust and believe that God is going to show us the next step and we'll get there and then he'll show us the next step and we'll get there and then he'll show us the next step. Next thing you know, it's spring and we're bearing fruit all over the place, right? We've got so much fruit, it's in abundance. People can come and pick from our tree, right? We have so much to give to our friends and our neighbors and our community. Right now, you might need to pick from somebody else's tree. Right, And that's why we have this sisterhood. That's what stolen lunches is about. Right now we might need to eat from someone. Now make sure it's a tree, <laughs> a tree that is rooted in him, right? Make sure you get something from the right tree, but it's okay to do that. And that's what our ecosystem is about. That's what this sisterhood is about. That's what this godly creation in this circle is about so that we can help each other eat and so we can re-nourish and replenish ourselves with God and with the word. That is what we're here for, yes, ma'am yes, yes, yes mm. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. She's got to cut some things back. Listen. Woo! (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, That's right. No, just get, 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 go through it. We don't want to go through that. Right. Right. Mm, that's good. That's good. Yes, let me do some things. Let me, work, let me cut some things back. And energy is real, y'all. It, it's not enough just to subtract a negative. You got to add a positive. So God is trying to subtract some of those negatives, right? He's trying to subtract some of those negatives, but that's not enough. You can't stop there. Then he's going to multiply and add some positives. You're going to bear so much fruit that it's going to be in abundance. Your tree, You are literally a tree of life. For this community, for our society, for our world, you are a tree of life. And this sister is so on point when she says that it's going gonna, it's gonna to require some pruning. It's going to require some things and some people and some places to be cut out. It's going to require some isolation, some separation. And then after we get through that isolation, that separation, we can go to elevation, Right? Right? He got to isolate us sometimes. He has to separate us sometimes. He has to really get us in a place where we depend on only him, him and only him. We decrease ourselves, decreasing us, right, again, decreasing us, increasing him so he can elevate us to do his work. He wants to elevate us to do his work in a platform, y'all, that's so unbelievable. If you can think of it and do it yourself, no, it's not big enough. So that's, that's God is like y'all plan. I'm trying to get you plan. I'm trying to get you to really share my glory through this world. If you trust me, I'm going to give you a vision that you can't even make up. I'm going to give you something. Stolen lunches is going to be in countries across this globe. It's going to be all over this world. People are going to be at lunch. They're going to steal back their joy. They're going to steal back their peace. They're going to steal back their love. They're going to steal back their happiness. They're going to steal back their joy. They're going to steal back their friendship. They're going to steal back everything that the devil stole from them, and they're going to use this. And this vision, this thing that he birthed through Jesus is going to impact lives around the globe. And he wants to do the same thing with every person in this room. He wants to do the same thing. And don't think your vision has to look like her vision. That's where we get confused, and that's where we get we get off track. The thing he wants to do in your life is not the same thing he wants to do in her life or her life or her life or her. He wants to do something radically different in each of our lives to glorify his name, and it's going to look different, and that's fine. But he chose you. Think about when I th- <laughs> when I think about, God, you chose me for this. What an honor. What a privilege. What a blessing. Even all the pain, you chose me to have this testimony and to walk this walk and to be unafraid to tell people, to be unapologetic and how good you are. How, oh my God, how much I just love you and glorify your name. You chose me for this. God chose Sarah for something specific, and she's walking it out. She's walked, she's done some things. <laughs> yeah. It's scary. She's made huge things. She packed up her house, moved out of her house, sold her house to follow the vision God placed in her heart. Right? That's scary. That's some scary stuff. That's major, but our God is major. Our God is not a minor God. Let's stop trying to make him a minor God, y'all. Let's stop trying to, he's not a minor God, and we're asking him for these little things. God, if you could just, uh, if you could just pay this, God, look, I would, if you could just handle this little thing right here, that's something you can do. Just ask God for something major, right? Ask him to do the big, bold thing he has called for your life. Ask him to really break barriers, unleash chains, do things radical. That Y'all, we're living in a tough time a time of hate, a time of bigotry, a time of misogyny, a time of still sexism and racism. And he has something that each of us can do to overcome those things and to break those barriers down in our community. He has something that each one of us can do to overcome that. He has given us spiritual answers for man-made problems, and we are here to, to be the vessel to overcome those problems. Only if we choose to answer the call, only, only if we choose to answer the call. How many problems could be solved if we walk fearlessly? Just in this room. How many things could we address. right? How much love and hope could be spread if each of us operated fully in our purpose? How much love and hope? Could be spread if each of us operates fully in our purpose and trust the thing that he's trying to do in our lives. And we know it. I see the look on your face with the look I have every day. I know he's trying to do something. Sometimes I'm like, well, now, God, because look, um, if you want to start that thing next week, that'd be great. <laughs> I don't really want to start that thing today. Um, so let's start it next week. Uh, but no, he's, he's like, listen, child, now, now, start that RM program. Now. Start that thing that he's trying to do in your life now. Now is the time. There is no other time but now to glorify God and to walk in your purpose and stomp out fear, to live fearlessly, to live boldly, to love boldly, to love courageously, to encourage your sisters and really walk in your purpose. There is no better time than now. There is no better time than now to do what you're called to do. This is it. We don't have forever. People... Now people are not here forever. We're on temporary assignment. We are on temporary assignment to do the thing he has. I heard a quote maybe three, four years ago, and it sticks with me to this day, and that quote was, your obedience is tied to someone else's destiny. Okay? Your obedience is tied to someone else's destiny. And I kind of want to wrap up on that quote because, it's so powerful when you think about it. You being obedient to the thing God has called you to do is directly tied to the rest of us reaching our destiny and vice versa. If I'm not in line with what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm blocking your provision. I'm blocking you from doing it. If I don't end up growing up to be the teacher and you be the student or vice versa and we're supposed to cross cross paths like that, we have blocked each other collectively from reaching our full potential and honoring God and doing the things he's called us to do. And I really firmly believe that's the reason we see so many of our ills. So many people are disobedient, right, and not walking in their purpose. That is impacting generations. It's impacting lives around the globe. If we get obedient and we open ourselves up and surrender to everything God wants to do, it is going to literally change lives and generations. Me being obedient is going to help Jacinda walk in her path. Jacinda being obedient is helping thousands of women through stolen lunches. And then they're going to go out in turn and walk in their path and help thousands of women and men and children. And so please, if you take nothing else, know that God did not give us the spirit of fear. He gave us a spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind, y'all. He gave us those three things, and when we trust those things, when we trust this thing right here, that heartbeat is your compass. It is your compass. It will tell you God will send that thing. To, this is like the mechanism, right? You've got the global positioning system, and then it, it, it comes right here. And it comes right here and gives you the next step. It comes right here and says, go right. And when that heart says, go right, you go right. You listen to him. You obey him because your obedience is tied to everybody else's destiny. And we all want to collectively reach our destiny, right? So let's just honor God. Let's bow our heads and and pray. Lord Jesus, we just thank you. We come to you so gratefully and so just um, in awe of your glory, Lord God. We thank you for your sovereign power. We thank you for knowing every fear every um, every just trepidation everything that's on our minds and hearts that we're afraid of, Lord God, because we already know you are bigger than those things, Lord God. You are bigger than those fears. You are bigger than anything that is in our way, any obstacle. You will jump it. Any, any hurdle, you will come over it. Anything that we can think of, Lord God, you are bigger than that thing. And you want to do big things. You are a big God. You are a major God with major intentions for our lives. And do not let us shrink down do not let us be small. Do not let us play small to the devil, Lord God. Do not let us play second fiddle when you made us to be the um, to be the head. You made us to be the head and not the tail, Lord God. You made us to be strong and powerful and to be um, just obedient, Lord God. You made us to really fulfill every ambition, every dream, every seed that you planted at us, Lord God. Let us let us honor that. Let us um, really let those visions come to life. Let us impact this community in um, this country and this globe in a way that is radical, that is on fire for Christ, that is on fire to reach souls and touch people and impact lives, spread love and spread joy and spread hope. Lord God, we just thank you. We thank you right now for every fear because we've already overcome it. We thank you right now for everything that you are doing. We thank you for this community. We thank you for being Charlotte Strong. We thank you for this group of females and the sisters in this room. And we thank you for um, Jacinda's rover. We thank you for Ty who's in here helping out with the sisters and making sure that we do what we have to do because it requires our men, Lord, guys. So we're praying right now for our men. We're praying for our men to be strong and to be courageous and to lead and to walk with us and to lead us. And, to continue to be the strong men that we need them to be in this community and in this world, Lord God. Lift them up. Let them know they have everything in them that is needed, Lord God. Let them know that we need them, Lord God. Let them know that they are vessels of your, um, of your glory and, and assignments for your glory, Lord God. So just lift up every man in this community and our youth, Lord God. Touch our youth. Touch our babies. Make sure that everything they are doing is of you, Lord God. Keep them from harm. Keep them um, pure, Lord God. Make sure their intentions and their hearts are pure, Lord God, and help them to be the change. Help them to continue breaking barriers for a generation that will do better than the one ahead of them, Lord God. We just thank you and we give you the glory in advance for all the fears you wiped out and everything we're overcoming. We ask, Lord God, that you would protect us as we depart from this place, Lord God, but never from you. You are forever in our hearts, and we give you the glory and the honor as our, our, as our Savior. In your name we pray. Amen.
1: Thank you, Carrie. <laughs> thank, you, thank, you, thank you. I want to make sure all of you ladies are connected with Carrie. So in the newsletter that I send out later on this evening, I will have her email address in there. Uh, She's always looking for volunteers and for women to come and assist with empowerment. Uh, We need strong women to come and step up boldly for these young girls. So I just want to connect, even if you want to volunteer, or just send her an email and say thank you. You did a great job today. Give her some encouragement. Thank you for that word. I want to just encourage you ladies to just say yes to God. Just simply say yes to God. The thing that may seem the hardest is actually the easiest, and it's just when God tells you to do something, just do it. Because your purpose doesn't come wrapped up in a bow like this is your purpose. You know, like it's just a simple handshake with someone that you just were supposed to go to a meeting and you didn't want to go because you thought it was dumb or pointless or, you know, boring or you want nothing to do with that. And little do you know that that handshake is your next open door that you've been praying for. So say yes to God, because when this started in 2014, I was just talking to Bill who runs Amelie. It was not a thing. It was just there were women in my life that were sad and depressed like me, and I said, "Well, let's get together and go to God in prayer. Like, let's just do that." And then they said, "Well, when's the next one?" And then it just we just did it, and now two years later, I got a banner, <laughs> like a banner with a name on it, you know. So it do- so it doesn't it's not a thing. Just so just say yes to God and be ready because your fork in the road moment will come, and you've been praying for it and asking for. It. And they always say, "Be careful what you pray for," but Be careful because it will present itself. That success will happen. God has finally arrived. He's arrived, and he said, now is your time, my daughter. You need to be ready to jump. Steve Harvey's new book. Jump. Take it. Go. Run. And a lot of times, we stop right there, AY, and we just stop right there at that fork. you You've been praying for it. You want it, and now we're scared to go, so just... It feels like the hardest thing and it makes you sick to your stomach, but it's so easy. Just whatever God says and that GPS says go right, you go right. When your GPS tells you to go right, don't you follow it, especially when you're in a place you don't know. Sometimes when you're on Charlotte, you're like, I know a better way, you know. But we do that anyways. We tell God we think we know a better way. So just say say yes to God. And as we close out with this Bible study, I thank you, Carrie, for closing us out in prayer. I have homework. I love to give homework. I wanted to do it here, but I think it's best that you go home and do it with your families. As we close out 2016, spend time with your family, some one-on-one time. Everyone's going to be watching movies, doing whatever, talking, laughing, but I I pray that you will take control of that environment at that time and just say, I want us to go around and share gratefulness. What are you grateful for in 2016? What are some blessings that you can share openly amongst your family? And have everyone go around and share. That's the first piece of homework. So do that before 2016 wraps up. And I promise you, just change the atmosphere in your house wherever you are the second we start talking like this. Secondly is five people, five people in your life, now before the end of 2016, reach out to them and let them know you love them. Only you know how they receive things, so if it's a letter, a card, a phone call, going to their house, making dinner, whatever, but there's five people that I just feel you need to bless, and trust me, in doing that, you will be blessing yourself, too, so you're welcome. But just, I think, I think we need to show love, and we need to give love, and like you said, a lot of times, and it's not even our fault, it's just the world. It's a, what about me? What about me? What do I want for Christmas? What am I doing? Where am I going? What? But right now in this homework assignment, it's for us to just give and for it to be about other people. So we're just reminded of that as we close out uh, 2016. So, ladies, I, I'm so grateful for today. I'm, I'm grateful with the word. I pray that you guys are overflowing and you just want to go be around other people that you could just pour into and share the message that you received. And we pray to see you next month. Every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Bible study, and we'll still have our women's Bible studies. January 30th is the next one at 12 p.m. We still have our men's Bible study. So ladies, all y'all that have men in your life, guy friends, daddies, uncles, soon-to-be husbands, tell them to come to Bible study. We also have coffee and conversations, and we have our vision board party coming up. And all of our Bible studies, every event we do, has one location, 21. 28 remount road and it's right up the street so we will be moving all of them so we have one location and a ton more bible studies 21 28 remount road free easy parking two parking lots big rooms small rooms everything so stone lunches is moving there all right ladies